Oh, hey there. Welcome oh. to the podcast for today. Oh, hi. What do we do today? I can't remember. Oh, you're kidding. We had a massive show. We talked to an Aboriginal from um, the community to a talk Murray. about... A Murray. Spoke to a Murray. Oh, you're right. A Murray. Good point. A Murray. So um, Murray refers to um, a Indigenous region. person from yeah. Queensland. Yeah. Uh, we talked to him in a... In a um, do you mind if I ask? Well, you got to ask him all sorts of questions. We talked to a drug dealer as well after we passed that conversation through legals. And we talked to a self-defense expert too. God, oh, we did a lot. And we talked to Cassandra Thornburn. Yeah. So we talked to everyone but each other this morning, essentially. What a perfect today show. Uh-huh. You know, I'm enjoying the Less Blunt Abbey of 2019. Yeah, thank you. Well, I thought you were going to be, you're going to be less blunt. Yeah? Well, I'm not going to be, no, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. not as blunt. You're not as blunt. Uh, hmm. Would you? He's trying to be. Agree or concur? Facetious. But. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he being mean to I me? don't know. I'm not being mean to you. I don't know. You asked I'm being, what a teenager was, and I just no, said it's from 13 to 19, and you said, well, I want to know if he's a young teenager or an older teenager. And I was just, this you, requires it, way too much explanation <laughs> for the this people. This is an off-air chat. It's an off-air chat. But we're getting through it, guys. Uh, and uh, If you want to bring on the attitude from it, I thought I should explain it. And you're also eating an apple. Yeah, I'm quite hungry. Okay, okay well, here's the podcast. Here's the podcast then. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Grandparents' presents are always fun, aren't they? Because they give them and they know that they're not going to be there for yeah. them. Yeah, have you a drum kit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're always that. Like, yeah. oh, but they wanted it. And yeah. I'm like, great. So my mum had an idea that she was going to get the kids walkie-talkies. Oh, that's a bath toy. What? Why? Anything electronic that uh, makes noise? I say to my mum, "That's a bath toy." <laughs> and <Toaster>. she got, <laughs> she got the really good ones, right? right? Like so proper ones. Proper ones, right? So not just toy ones. So they can walk to the end of the street. Wow, cool! And they they work. They'll go down to the park, uh-huh. not by themselves. I promise. As in here, you guys take the walkie-talkie. Sure. Mum will be at home watching the stories. You guys are good. Okay, but the thing cool, is, they right? go down. They went down to the park <laughs> to give me a little bit of a break. But then they're like, "Hold the walkie-talkie." Break from the. What? From the kids. From the kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought they, they weren't annoying you in the pokey room. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Imagine that. Your Take kids this all right? to the car, okay? <laughs> hey, I'm just at the casino. Would you put red or black? <laughs> Over. Um... <laughs> So they, they go to the park, and then they, like, take the walkie-talkie. So they're like, Mum, are you there? And I'm like, yes, I'm here. I'm just going to have a shower. Mum, hey, we're just at... And you're like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, they're that good. Yeah. But I said to him, like, hey, we, we, we've got to make sure that we don't talk to anyone else. Because sometimes there's interference. And oh, you they have, are the really good ones. They're the real yeah. deals. So there's, like, a truck driver or something, and you can hear them. Cool. No, that's not cool. Why? Because I was like, I don't want them giving, like, personal details or anything like that. No. Well, No. And Finney's memorised my phone number as well. So he's been giving it out to everyone. Yeah, well, he's been giving it out to everyone. Hey, do you want a play date? My mum's phone number. This is it. (laughs) You've got this trucky rocking up. I'm here for the play date. (laughs) 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 But you can hear him talking downstairs. And I said, who are you talking to? He's like, no one. Uh, And I'm like, oh. Because he gets sick of trying to talk to our four-year-old because my four-year-old doesn't know to push down the button. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you just actually hear him screaming on there. Can you hear me? Over. Well, like, yes, we can hear you, but can you push down the button of it? <laughs> we can hear because you're yelling from downstairs yeah. and it's mm. echoing up. Mm. Does it, with them though, like, because there's no trucks near your house. No, so you've got ch- channels. So there's like in the thing, I don't know. How far do these go. things go? You'd be surprised that if the wind blows the right direction, you, you'd the probably wind? be getting, um, you'd no, probably getting stuff a, on the uh, gateway. That's a myth. Truck is on the gateway. You reckon that's what it is? Yeah, oh, yeah, we're close to there. Yeah. 
it's if, a, if, the wind thing's a myth. No, but but if, you it's, can, if it's clear on a clear day, if, if that was true on a cyclone, we'd be yeah. on air in Townsville. That, you know, you don't like, know that's not true. Because in the cyclone, they'd all be listening to AM to, for their storm. Yeah, updates. but I can't talk to them because even I've tried a little bit by myself. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who is this? Hello, what are you carrying there? Uh, yeah. Oh, want to drop by? But you can hear them, but they, they just, oh, I don't know, they don't seem to be able to hear you and be able to talk yeah, back. Right. But yeah, so we'll say, like, you know, change the channel. So Finney's like, I'll change it to my age. And you're like, cool. Yeah. And he's like, oh, they don't have your age on here, Mum. <laughs> As some sort of code. But I've got it so that he can sleep downstairs. Because yeah, cool. that's, yeah, and he, to feel safe. So yeah. he's made me... <laughs> Mum, there's an intruder down here. Over. <laughs> oh, hang on. Sorry, don't kill me yet. I haven't quite pressed the button properly. <laughs> Mum has got a balaclava and a ginormous knife. What should I do? Well, no, it's Mom, freaking me defense, out. Mum, in my I gave him your phone number and told him to come over. Over. It's freaking me out because I forget because he wants me to keep it on throughout the night. Yeah. So I've got it on the bide side table and it's like... <laughs> Mum, are you there? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, but worse, wouldn't you sometimes get break a breaker? This is old Jack out there on the highway. I'm um, cruising down. The big black dogs right behind me. You get those coming through in the middle of the night as well? No, I haven't got those so far. Right, no, okay. no. She, she strictly sticks to her channel. Yeah. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make your hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Right now, though, you can be at Sliderpalooza, Australia's mm. largest water slide festival. Book now, sliderpalooza.com.au. It's on Australia Day at Ciramay with their bar. Barbecue and live music at the cellar door. You get food and drinks on Ooh, us. Ooh, VIP tickets. Anything you want to talk about in first calls. Amy and Kashmir, the floor is yours. Hey, guys. Um, I was just wondering, you know, on a Friday at work, when yeah. you, like when you go to a job, is there just like this general rule across every single workplace that you can wear casual? On a Ooh. Friday? Okay. Yeah, like casual Friday. Oh, is look. it just across every workplace? We're pretty Because they don't here, tell so. you, but everyone wears jeans. Oh. You know? How professional is your workplace? Like, what sort of industry? Oh, it's not really corporate. Yeah. Okay. But, um, but I mean, everyone dresses it's nicely. A strip club. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, Maddie. <laughs> I think it depends on where you work. Like, obviously, I don't want my heart surgeon coming in in jeans and sandals. No, I see. I want my heart surgeon to have a bit of a fun streak to him. Do yeah, you? Like a Hawaiian that... shirt. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Why? Adams. You don't want him to be the person that went out partying at uni. You want them to be the person that was studying. But yes, relaxed. Right. You need them relaxed because you need them to be able to handle the pressure, you know? Mm. But maybe a Hawaiian shirt would make them more relaxed. Yeah. Hawaiian shirts make everybody more relaxed, don't they? I I reckon Casual Friday's a thing. All right. You think No Work Friday's a thing? (laughs) Oh, yeah. F-O-E-F. You're not on board? F-O-E-F this year. No, definitely on board this year. (laughs) Is Stab going to be on board tomorrow? He's not, still not allowed? Okay, we'll find out on Friday, not I guess. Find out tomorrow. Not allowed on the team. We definitely, we do it here, Amy. You do see yeah. it. I enjoy it because you see the nerdy salespeople who casual it up and you think, nah, you buy a brand new outfit every Thursday afternoon yeah. just for casual <laughs> Friday. Uh, good on you. Nice to chat this morning. 13, 10, 60. Anything you want to talk about, we'll get you on. Nicola in Belimba. What do you want to talk about first calls? Hi. Hey. Good morning. Morning, guys. Um, hey. I just want to ask, Maddie, your, um, road rules about uh, uh, parking. Um, If you go past the spot, um, it's not yours. I'm sorry, I totally disagree. So I reverse park into all my spots. So I go go past the spot with my indicator on, even to the point that I'll put my reverse lights on, so you know I'm going to reverse into that spot. And guys, you guys still 
go forward and park in my spot. No, you know uh, what? I'm on your I'm on your team there, Nicola. If you're indicating, yeah, that's that is totally fine. I'm saying if you drive past a spot and then you see it becomes free, and then people think they can whack it into reverse and they fill up, you know, all the space and try and get in there. Meaning, if you're always indicating that that was your spot and drove past it to reverse in, then you still yeah. own it because he's a reverse parker as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Situation oh, rendered. That was close. But is it not? It's it's the one parking in a shopping centre car park uh-huh. is one of the most intense things you'll I'm ever do. I'm a stalker. Do. Oh, and yeah. I and I allow people to stalk me because yeah. if I'm walking to my car, I'll say, "Hey, my car is just third row. Just yeah, follow me." Yeah, I like you ever that. Get those, you ever get those people though that you follow, and then they're just putting their things just, away, and then they're going back into no, the mate, store. No, mate, you lug those around the shop, okay? <laughs> you don't go back for more. Or and then give you a heads up when you're stalking. Yeah. You say, "No, no, I'm not yeah, leaving. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't wait till the boot's full. Then shut the boot and tell me." Do you know what else hasn't helped, which should have helped? You know that system that came in with the lights, yes. with the green light. And I always find it's got a green light. Then you get up there, it's just a little car that you didn't see. Yeah, the Barinas don't really make it don't go it after that. And either the scooters. Had to be Life is so hard and people will never understand. <laughs> <laughs> Happy parking, people. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alpha Box, we're going to play tomorrow, the 25th of January, 7am. Your letter is L for Let's Let Everything Go. Mm. Hell. See, I'd let it go, but you've brought it back up again so now it's to the surface. I'd moved on, but now you've reminded me. <laughs> Let's see how this one's going to end. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. The all-new time is 7 a.m. for Alpha Bucks. Your chance to win $10,000 right now. That's because at 8 o'clock we give away 50000 with a secret sound. So this is a sweet little warm-up. To play right now. Let's give away ten thousand dollars, guys. Hey, Ruth and Gaddon, welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, you're a teacher. Back to school soon. Yeah, yeah. Actually, heading to my PD days right now. Oh, you sound pumped. Quite ready for another holiday. I tell you what, I'm so ready for school holidays to finish. <laughs> all right, you know how this works. If you uh, get a right answer, you get fifty dollars. You get all ten right, you get the ten thousand dollars. So pass if you can't think quickly. And hopefully okay. there's more time to come back. But each answer needs to start with the letter Stab's about to give you. Okay, cool. Ruth, your letter for today is N for now. Okay. And your time starts when I finish the first question, which is, name something you subscribe to. Newsletter. Name an annoying trait in a person. Nervous tick. Name an Australian organisation. Netflix. Name Sorry, a female... National. <laughs> name a female actress. <laughs> Um, Natalie, someone, <laughs> pass. Okay, name of uh, material. Uh, netting. Name an R&B artist. Ned Kelly. <laughs> name a food kids love to eat. <laughs> Nectarine. Name a planet. Neptune. Name an African country. Uh, uh, Radio, it's R&B Friday, nothing but R&B. Here we go. Let's roll a bit of Ned <laughs> Kelly. I'm not going to give you that one, hon. Uh, but you got $250. Yay, that's awesome. Yay, well done. Uh, for Australian <laughs> organisation, you could have had NRL or uh, the Navy. And for a female actress, the one you're trying to think of was probably Natalie Portman. 
That was it. Yes, an R&B artist you could have had, uh, Nelly or Nickel, uh, sorry, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback, you know, I just hey, love him. He can do any genre. R&B Fridays has just been announced. Ned Kelly and Nickelback headlining. That's going to be sick. <laughs> I like last year's better. Uh, Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. The much maligned goonbag has found a new group of supporters to hopefully carry Hit 105 presenters Stab, Abby and Matt across the Brisbane River. Made it! We're gonna do it! Goon sacks. We put them all together. We built a raft and we crossed the Brisbane River. We're pretty proud of ourselves. And then we gave it pretty. to the Maritime Museum. We have rode that thing. We've flogged it. We <laughs> you are might flogging know us it from such things as the goon raft. <laughs> uh, look, they didn't want it in their museum. They said, "Come and pick up your, your junk." Um, and we said, "Well, why don't Come we and get it? your sack? Why don't and we get use out. it again?" And we thought, "We'll, we'll do a race. We're going to yeah. do a race. People are going to join us, and they can they can register now. I believe at hit105.com. Did I use something that they want to?" construct the raft out of. Could yeah. be water bottles. Cans. Cans. We need a sketch though, so do a rough sketch and give us as much information as you can on the website. Yep. We have, as with everything that we do, struck a bit of an issue. We've got a little so. bit of an insurance problem. Yeah, this was us chatting with Gemma, our head of programming, who said uh, they need to double check whether or not we're allowed to do round two of the Goon Raft. How does the insurance work? We have to pay to increase it when we do, let's call, a random idea. So how much we did have we spend last year? A few million. Whoa. Across oh, the for everyone. Oh, right. Not now, you guys, we're not worth that much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got chuffed for a second there, Jim. <laughs> do they actually put a value on each of our heads? Probably. Oh, yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Let's never find out that. No. <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> so... will be Grant Denya. <laughs> the biggest issue the insurance currently has to get this signed off is the shark factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bull sharks in the Brisbane River. Famous for it. Absolutely yeah. famous for being chock-a-block full of bull sharks. So... They know we can swim. They know we can make the raft float. It's yeah. just if one leaps up and gets it. So we have to see... On the route that we're going to take, how many sharks there actually are, and we have a scientist who is actually going to work this out for us. Yes, he's an itchiologist, and he joins us now, Jeff Johnson. Good morning. Don't play that music. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, guys. Now, we've talked about this a lot. Stop it. We've talked about this a lot last year in regards to our goon raft, but sharks in the Brisbane River, true or you false? You can't have a serious conversation with <laughs> that play, can you? All right. Yeah. Um, bull sharks in the Brisbane River, they are a thing, right? They certainly are. There's quite a lot of them in the Brisbane River, and they're at this time of year they're most active. Oh, what? Why? Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, um, the warmer months, uh, October through to um, about May. Uh, yeah, that's the most the time they're most active. Uh, they tend to move upstream in dry times. We haven't had much rain lately, so uh, the vast majority of them uh, would be upstream. That's good. But the, the, the bigger ones, of course, are downstream. That's bad. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> uh, is there anything you can actually do to our our vessel that could sort of um, put the sharks off? I'd put plenty of air in those bags. Right. Good. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so we were thinking, do you have some sort of equipment that could go for a scan across the water uh, for us and just do like a rough count of how many sharks are down there? Un- unfortunately, not. They're, they're pretty active creatures, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd, we don't have any sonar equipment that's uh, that's able to uh, follow them. You know, the research that's been done in the the past on acoustic tagging and uh, 
that sort of thing. It's not going to be really effective, and the tags that have been used in the past to be well and truly inactive by now. Right. What about when it came out, the technology? Because my brother's a surfer, and I remember my mum was looking into getting something that they put on their their, their, glass, their like ankle. An electric pulse kind yeah, of thing. and it's supposed to put off the sharks. Has that ever worked? Uh, some some people uh, use it. Uh, may give them a little bit of a false sense of security, oh. and uh, it, it can give you a bit of a, a boot too, from what I gather. Oh yeah, you can get yeah. a bit of a zap okay. yourself. Okay, and, so and I guess so, just don't fall in. Yes, that's that's always a good advice, I think. But if you were to hazard a guess, Jeff, just a random number of any sort of block of the Brisbane River, how many would you be talking at any given time? Well, the the estimates that were made, and this was quite some time ago, so uh, it, it mightn't be entirely accurate now, but. Uh, the estimates were somewhere between uh, 1,000 and 3,000 sharks uh, in the river. Right. Uh, but the, the, the river's about uh, the area of the river that we're talking about between the mouth and uh, and, and the Mount Crosby Weir is about 90 kilometres. So oh, that's not much. If, if you do your math there... You um, only need one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Come on. The larger ones uh, tend to be closer down toward the the mouth, you know, from so the th- city reach down to the port reach. Did you yeah, say thirteen hundred? That's where we're that's going. Exactly where we're going. Yeah. So yeah. thirteen hundred divided by ninety. But, did, would, but it doesn't. You can't do stats like that. Fourteen point four sharks. Fourteen point four sharks a kilometre. I think we're going to be sweet as. Right. So that's what we'll put down Wait, to the so insurance he, he company. Said, there was an issue and you've just decided not. Also, he said that it was old information. They breed a lot. There's probably more. I'd up that figure. Jeff, can I ask you? Don't would, come then. Would you do it? Uh, I think I'd prefer to use a boat myself, but uh, yeah, I'd be boat. quite happy for you guys to go over there and, uh, <laughs> you know, with a, with a pile of bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks, All Jeff. All right, well, Jeff, uh, an itchiologist. There you go. You uh, are a marine scientist, but called an itchiologist. That's, that's from the, the Greek for fish. Oh, right. Okay, there you go. Nice to talk to you this morning, Jeff. Yeah, thanks a lot. All right, thanks, thanks, Jeff. we'll put that into the insurance company. Hopefully have an answer by Monday if you're on a race. Should we, we take a cello? Should we take a cello? <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Uh, but Channel 10, Dancing with the Stars, it is coming back very, very soon. Yesterday we were told that we would chat to one of the biggest names who's going to be on there this year and they would not tell us who it was. No. Yeah. We just have to go to the phone right now. To, and see who it is. Because we were throwing out a few rumours yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Jet Kenny. No offence to Jet, but we don't want it to be him on the show. Are him. you for real? What are we going to pick up now? And he's no, going to be Jet are. just going just, for a... No, <laughs> Samuel Johnson. Oh, he already, Samuel Johnson's yeah, on there? He already knows. Right, okay, wait, wait, ready? It's not Jet Kenny, Shh. is it? Morning. Good morning. It's Cass Thorburn. Oh. Oh. <laughs> see, I was excited by this rumour because I was like, I don't think she's going to do it. I really don't oh. think she's going to do it. And then I saw your legs this morning in the press relief that came through and I was like, she is doing oh, I it. I know those legs. <laughs> oh, well, no, your legs are amazing. Oh, thank you very much. That's very kind. We've been doing some, some training. <laughs> are you getting sick of people saying that you are Carl Stefanovic's ex? I'm sure a lot of people are setting you up that way this morning. <laughs> I'm looking forward to 2019 being about me, put it that way. Okay. So, I'm go- uh, you know, I'm dancing and I'm going to have a great... I'm really, honestly, having such a great time and I'm trying to move on and put, you know, put the future, you know, on, on, put me on the map for the future. Are you are you finding it difficult to like navigate the whole keep things private and not because I'll be guilty I'll be honest and say I've been guilty of clicking on stories about you on news dot com and then I feel bad because you're like I need my privacy so that's why I was a bit yeah. surprised that you wanted to do this is it hard to negotiate uh, it and 
And I completely understand the criticism about, you know, saying that I wanted my privacy. When you're talking about your privacy, you're talking about, I don't, you know, I was going through a divorce Mm. and we have children. I'm talking about privacy, about something that should not have been talked about for as long as it was. Um, But, you know, as for the rest of it, I I was always going back to work at some stage. And now that I'm divorced, it has to be now. So Mm. here I come. Fair enough. And uh, to be fair, a a lot of the um, dancers uh, hook up with the people that they're dancing with. And uh, in this season, you'll be free to do that. So well done. (laughs) Exactly. How fantastic. (laughs) Except that my dance partner happens to be 24 years old. So I'm not sure. Didn't stop your heart. Didn't stop Carl going younger. You should go for it too. <laughs> speaking yeah. speaking of which, we only found out today that you were going in. Is yes. is he finding out today or did you guys have a <laughs> did you have to have a chat to say this is going to come out on on Thursday? <laughs> No, no. I mean, no, we're leading very separate lives. Mm, okay. So, uh, you know, and which is all, all good. We're, you know, leading separate lives and I'm looking forward to this year and, to the, you know, to dancing. It's really so much fun. You will not believe how much fun. There is uh, someone else you actually owe an apology to, though, uh, Cass, and that is, of course, our very own Abby Jane Coleman because it's a dream of hers to oh, be on this God, show and she dream. feels oh, like you've stolen Abby. her spot. Sorry, I, I probably did steal your spot, and I'm really sorry about that. No, so I was trying sorry. to release stories about myself to News.com, and they kept saying who, so it wasn't it wasn't going to happen, Cash. But I'm going to live my dreams for you and your legs eleven, okay? Well, look, yeah. Well, when I walked in and you know and and met the cast, I thought, what what the heck am I doing here as well? Who who who? But you know what? Someone decided that um, this would be good for me, and the universe has spoken. So here I am. Were you asked to go into the jungle as well? Did they throw? No, no, I don't think anyone would put me in a jungle. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Combine the two, dancing in the jungle. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure I'm a jungle kind of girl. (laughs) Are your kids proud they're going to be there in the audience? My family are very excited, some more excited than others, put it that way. Who's who's the one that's not? (laughs) No, I I think, you know, varying ages of people mean it's more exciting than it is for others. (laughs) you're, You're doing this for your dad, really, aren't you? Yeah. My dad passed away in October, um... He'd been uh, ill for um, some time on and off and spent a lot of time in hospital in Melbourne and passed away at home um, in October last year. So we had a conversation, lots of conversations. We did lots of talking because when you're not going to talk to someone ever again, you sit on their bed and you talk and talk and talk about anything just because they want to hear your voice and Mm -hmm. you want them to be hearing something. Um, And so uh, this was one of the things we talked about. And at first I was laughing about it. Dad, who, you know, could only talk... You know, in in small sentence, you know, sentences by this stage, just said, "Don't have regrets." Yeah. You know, like yeah, and I think it was that's what turned me over. I was like, "Why would I say no?" Is it because I'm scared of criticism? Is it because I've not danced before? Like that's a reason to do it. Yeah. You know, stand up tall. You know. What do you Can- sorry sorry? What do you say to the people though who say you're kind of using your private situation to become a like more of a celebrity again though you're going to have how those am critics I doing that? how am i i don't understand how i'm doing that i wasn't the one who you know the stories were all out there for two and a half years regardless of whether i said i wanted them yeah. or i didn't want them regardless yeah. of whether i went on tv or i didn't go on tv so then it got to the point where it's like you know what i want to go back into the industry that i came from i started working in radio when i was 13 years old I was, you know, I was in television at, at 20. You know, I want to go back to the industry that has been good to me and that I've always loved. 
So here I am, and I'm not going to have any shame about it. I hope that people out there who've gone through similar experiences would say, you know, it's great that she's moving on with her life in a positive direction, and it really is a positive direction. You've got to say two years ago, you never would have thought you were doing this. Absolutely. (laughs) Never in a million years did I think I would be doing this, and I'm so excited about that prospect, right? Like, I mean, who's going to knock it back? I'm going to be one of the best dancers in the nursing home. Like, this is so cool. With your 24-year-old. Yeah. After Dancing with the Stars, if you want, we've got our Black Thunders back out on the streets, Cass. You offered that to me. Oh, you want me on the streets? You're suggesting I hop on the streets? Cass, I don't want to be rude, but he he also offered that job to Pete Stefanovic, so. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe he might like to do that. Well, you listen. Well, he got fired, so we were just—he put, jo- put a job out. At, so we were like, "Why not? We Why not employ him? What's he offer anyone a job yeah. if they want a job?" I'm no one's black thunder. Put it that way. <laughs> and can you apologize? Can you apologize to Jet Kennedy, Jet Kenny, for us as well? Because he—he'll be great on the show as well. But we just, yeah, we, we wanted to talk to you. We wanted to talk to you. Wanted to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought you wanted Securely or Samuel. I was sure that you were after one of those guys today, who are, by the way, fabulous guys. Love them both. Spent some yeah. time with them. They're a lot of fun. I mean, Curtly, Sir Curtly, we have to refer to him. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he's got the wingspan of a, of a Boeing 747. Yeah, this huge. guy is massive. Yeah. Well, uh, Cass Thornburn, Dancing with the Stars. We're going to be able to check you out on there on Channel 10 very soon. Thanks for coming on this morning. Thank and you so uh, thank much you for your and, Abby, so I'm so sorry for taking your spot. No, you'll do us proud. Thank you, Cass. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, now we'll hang up on you so she can bitch about you behind your back. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> no, bye. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Pill testing. Pill testing. These drugs are illegal. Urging politicians to support the testing of pills at summer music events. Yes, yeah, so we were talking about pill testing, uh, the debate that whether it should be able to be done at festivals, whether that would save lives. Um, and we even bought a pill testing kit in yesterday. Yeah, yeah, tested some legal prescribed substances. Yeah. I reckon it worked perfectly. You guys both got your substances correct. Yeah. 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 Um, and we asked people what they think about it, and we did get a very interesting call from someone who admitted to being a drug dealer in the past, had been convicted, done their time for it. And we had to take it off the air because we didn't have permission from legals. Yeah, so we had to pre-record it, mm-hmm. and our legal team's checked over it. Here is our chat with a convicted drug dealer. Anonymous is on with us now. Good morning. Morning. N- now, in no way are we condoning uh, drugs. It's legal. They're bad to take. We know that. But you, honestly, uh, saying that in the past you have been a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah I, I was sentenced to two years for it. But it, okay. it doesn't... Let me, let me tell you the, the evolution. Uh, I'm 17 years old. My friends and I are all having a good time and partying and, you know, taking a bit of this or a bit of that. And then three friends say to you, hey, uh, can you get me some while you're there? You guys pretty good. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden... Ten of their friends are saying, can you get some? And the guy goes, here, look, take 100, you get them at a special price, and away you go. It, it, it's not it's not something that, you know, is a malicious... I did with malicious intent. It's something that, you know, when you could get something that was reliable and was fairly clean, I felt that, you know, offering it to your friends was a reasonable thing to do. Did you ever sell substances knowing that it had something in it that people didn't know about. Like, they talk about cutting it with uh, rat poison. Some say they, they cut it with crushed glass. Never. No, no, never. Um, Would have you ever been nervous knowing that there was a bad batch out there that you had sold? No. I, I just... You, uh, we're, not, um, we're going back a lot of years, and mm. I remember just before ICE came out, 
he, like the drug speed used to be a pharmaceutical drug, like in Duramine and, and dexamphetamines that they gave kids for ADHD. And then people started producing it in bathtubs, originally out of um, uh, Vic's nasal spray thing. And it became $10 a gram from $110 a gram. So what is your view on pill testing now? I, I think they need to address what drugs are a problem in society and, and you know, accept that people are going to use some of them and lead them in the right direction. I, I think you have to you have to test. You have to offer people the option, but in the pill testing you have to explain, you know, this could lead to this or I, I just think that if you look after yourself... There's still, an, there's still an inherent danger there, though. I mean, the drugs yeah, are... Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've had a, a bite of a pill before I've sold it and gone, no way, I'm not interested. Yeah. No, I don't want to know about it. Don't you think that people are forgetting, though, that everyone presumes that there is a bag batch and a lot of people presume that there's other substances in the pills? There is a truth to it that some people can just react badly to a substance regardless of yep. whether everyone will be... Completely. I, I agree with that. But uh, let me tell you, most people's problem um, and, and is a massive anxiety attack and coming to terms with the fact that if you take a pill, for example, you're going to feel like this for eight hours. Like mm. it or not, it's just the way it's going to be. Um, you know, it, it's very difficult for some people, and I think that's where you know massive panic attacks turn into heart attacks. Um, overheating is an issue, but people also overdrink. Mm. Uh, I've seen people try, you know, drink six or seven liters of water in a couple of hours, dance, dancing at a club, and literally get to the point where they've flooded themselves. Do you think? Uh there will ever be a time, and Campbell Newman has come out and said this, copped a lot of flack for it, saying, is it time to legalise some of these drugs where they actually, party drugs can be prescribed? Yeah, I think that's just, I mean, it's worked successfully all around the world, and there's this, you know, somebody, who's a, a lawyer who's got a bag full of cocaine that him and his mates want to go and have in a night, he's getting a greater sentence than two guys that raped a girl in the back alley near a nightclub our world is upside down. We've got this upside down judicial system that's penalising people, you know, far greater for absolutely minimal harm crime. What made you stop? Was it the conviction? <laughs> Getting arrested is a big part. Yeah. <laughs> well, the system works. Yeah. Well, look, um, appreciate you calling up and uh, giving us your view on things uh, and putting yourself out there. Like I said, you're not in the game anymore. You are an ex-drug dealer. You've done your time. You've been convicted. Anonymous, thank you for calling through. Appreciate your time. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Big day for one Mr Acton over here yesterday as he went and got his vasectomy. And it messed me up, Maddie. I was thinking about you all day and you were, I was listening to the music and you were changing all the lyrics to songs on me. Snip, snip, bitch. Maddie's boys in the casket. Oh, that's a good one. Just messed me up. I'm a swimmer. I'm a friend. No, my little one. No, my little one for me. <laughs> Kept hearing it everywhere. Yes, it happened yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you got any more? Yeah. Waiting for some more. Oh, one more. Do you? Yeah. No, my babies, babies, Is that 
how his voice goes now. It's yeah. funny, though, because... <laughs> <laughs> no, do you notice I'm putting this on today? Okay. <laughs> Music was a big part of the vasectomy yesterday. Was it? Uh, yeah, Dr. Sheehan did a fantastic job of it. When we get in there, he goes, I'm going to play a little bit of music, do you mind? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, whack on a bit of radio, yeah. a bit of Spotify. Oh, what did he do? He played John Mayer. Yeah. That was what he played. Which so wait, song, sorry, a, a doctor plays the music to you. They, they like to have music they played have music while they play. do. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you were in tune with all doctors. Yeah. Like, I don't. But th- wouldn't that be weird having it? Well, I was like, I don't care what it's you do. Was it, was it Wonderland? What song? No, I don't. know. It was all album tracks. It was like a right. Spotify playlist. And I said to him halfway through, I said, "Do you actually like John Mayer?" He goes, "No, I hate John Mayer. It's just the most calming, unweird song to play to a man <laughs> while yeah, you're doing Yeah, because you don't this. want anything ro- like romantic. No. no, you don't want a breakup song, and you don't want heavy metal either. No. Well, he said. He was an Iron Maiden fan. Right. So. No. <laughs> right. But yeah, yesterday had the snip done. Um, I'm just going to put it out there. Guys are going to hate this. It's not that big of a deal. Right. No, you, you drove yourself home. Yeah. You got KFC, so you'd want to go <laughs> again tomorrow. I, I think so. <laughs> so I went there. Because I spoke to you just after and you were all like, oh, I feel great. This is fine. Like, I thought I'd be in pain. You do not. Like, apparently the worst part is when they put the needle in to numb it. But yeah. I didn't even feel that. Right. Mm. So you feel absolutely nothing while it's going on. Uh. But then you get home a couple of hours later and you do you do get tender yeah. in your abdominal area because right. they've been pulling on the tubes and stuff. But then you bang down a few Nurofen and you're fine. Wow. So what, I was selling it to people. I, would, I mean, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> you, of a sexy salesman. You know what he did? He was on the he was on the table there and he said to the doctor, you know what? There's money to be made here. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll be your endorsement yep. for this. You're yep. an influencer. Yeah. yeah. Emma, well, if Post that's... a photo on Instagram and you're done. <laughs> even, even if you still want kids, it's just a fun day out. <laughs> 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 they do check and go, how many kids you got? And I said three. And I yeah. could see he saw how young I was. And when he realized I had three children, he's like, sweet man, we're chopping those things off. No worries. Jumped off. Yeah, there's nothing there <laughs> at all now. But this was the... Here, I'll kick it. This, we, <laughs> we were just having a good old chat. Yeah. The doctor yeah. used to be used to work at McDonald's. Right. Like so I you. used yeah. to. Yeah. Uh-huh. He didn't make crew trainer. I did. Well, so okay. I was above him. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then I could just, as I was laying there and we're chatting, you know, a bit of John Mayer playing in the background. Yeah. Things are going well. The most awkward part was Scotty filming it for our website, yeah. which you'll be able to see a little bit later on. Uh, this, you know, it's all good. Yeah. I noticed. He was wearing a headlamp, uh-huh. so so he can see what's going on properly with the light. Yeah. And I had to ask him about that headlamp. It looked handy. Did you get that headlamp from Aldi? <laughs> it is from Aldi. I knew it was from Aldi. It's exactly the same <laughs> one. They're good, aren't they? This is great. I've got a I've got a headlamp that sits underneath that table that costs fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. And this one from Aldi costs eight dollars and is ten yeah. times better. Yeah, I remember their um, weekly spe- special last week was vasectomy products. <laughs> <laughs> I went and got six bags Why of frozen did peas. Why you doctors? No, he's... As long as he had an expensive one. He had an expensive one. He's just combined his two loves, <laughs> making money in an Audi endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the one thing I need to quickly address, yeah. and that is uh, my wife... Yesterday, I believe, forgot that I was going in for this. I want to read you the text messages between us. I heard nothing from her yesterday before I went. Yeah. At 12 minutes past 11, I thought I'd flick her a text and see see maybe her phone's flat. Hey, babe, did the cleaner show up? Yes, honey, they are here. They are excellent. How did you sleep? I didn't reply to that. This is her reply. Cleaner's just left. I'm so happy I could cry. <laughs> they even cleaned the fans. 
Oh, oh they're good. Were can, they nice ladies? <laughs> yes, very nice. Hmm. Nothing. Nothing else. Yeah, because she wouldn't have wanted to make you nervous. Esther? Yes. You forgot. I didn't forget. I was waiting for you to call me. Yeah. I thought that you would ring me on your way. Yeah. So you... you... Yeah. And do you know what, Esther? He called me after, right? And I was like, why are you calling me? And he's like, because I think Esther's forgotten and I want to set her up for it so I can go home and see. So he was setting you up to forget. He was. He was trying to make me forget. I'll be honest, I got a bit distracted at about 11.30 and didn't realise till 12.30 that he hadn't rang me. Right. So I was like, oh, 12.30, he must be in there. Oh, he didn't ring me. Oh, well, I'm sure it's fine. He must have just been nervous and didn't want to talk to me. Like, during that same time, I was on a text group with you and my cousin, and you were discussing whether or not I could go. We should go water skiing on the weekend. Mm. I wasn't forgetting you were getting it all together, but you forgot the I time. Knew it was and, happening. Yeah, you forgot the time and day. Lucky okay, John. Yeah. John Mayer was there to support me the whole time. Did you hear her? The cleaners cleaned the fans. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Major manhunt is underway in Brisbane's north after a man assaulted and dragged a 16-year-old girl into bushes in a brazen daytime attack. Yeah, I think everyone was shocked by that last night, just thinking, well, that was during the day. That was such a brazen attack, and everyone's just been saddened and angered by the death of Aya Masawe over in Melbourne because she should have been able to walk at any time of the day or night by herself. Every man, every woman should be able to do that. Yeah. And I think it just angers people when something like this happens. She was on the phone to her sister. Yeah. When the attack happened. And I don't think it's a, it's a you know, all women need to be afraid of all men. Not at anything. It's We should be afraid of monsters. And they are out there. And that's exactly what they are. They're absolutely monsters. And I think that, unfortunately, we do need to look after our safety. And that's why we've got self-defence expert and author of Penny Gullivan's Defence Handbook for Women. Good morning. Good morning. Now, obviously, you'd be deeply saddened by what occurred in Melbourne. Saddened and... Like all of us, we think it could be someone we love yeah. or it could be us. But the most important thing and the key salient point is that there is no such thing as a dangerous place and no such thing as a safe place because people assume we're in some city or some place and that it's safe. Mm. There is only what happens moment to moment in our lives and our capacity to perceive the reality of the moment. And if we're out and about at night or really any old time, just to be a little bit aware and not distracted and not have any of our senses cut off, seeing, hearing, touch, taste, smell, all our senses must be on at all times. What do you and suggest then, he- then for, for people who they may not have a choice at the time that they travel home due to work commitments or night school commitments and stuff? What do you teach people? Your brain is your best weapon. Mm-hmm. Often a strategy can be to carry something with you that can be perceived as a weapon. A study was done of perpetrators in jail not so long ago and the way they targeted women were, number one, they had long hair because that can easily be used as a lever. Number two, they were distracted and had clothing on that was not particularly mobile. And number three, that they were of a diminutive stature, so they looked like they couldn't put up a fight. And this was from actual perpetrators. Really, I'm not advising that anyone cuts their hair. What I'm advising is that 
you don't seem distracted, you carry some kind of equaliser with you, um, whether it be just a cup in your hand, because people don't know what's in that cup. Thing. I'm not saying go out armed yeah. like a pen or even your phone with a good hard cover on it. Something that can be perceived and you look like you're aware of what is going on around you and you're not distracted talking on your phone so that you can't hear and you're looking at your phone at FaceTime. So you have your sense of, of vision and hearing cut off. Because my friends and I always used to walk home with our keys in between our fingers. Mm. So we'd always had the largest keys in our, in our fingers and we used to say, look, hey, this is where we're going to be yeah. um, at this time and text a friend before. But then we learned that you don't be on the phone. You try and make eye contact with people walking past. Is that is that something? Well, that- I, just, I just think that if she was getting off a tram and unfortunately when you're moving from one place to another you're in a state of unawareness because you're you're transiting from transport to ground now i don't know how quickly this happened but if you're in that intermediate state it's like people often get attacked if they're coming out of a hotel in a foreign country because you're still adjusting to the fact that you're outside so your website is selfprotectionconsultancy.com.au. What do you say to people, though, who says that there shouldn't be a need for this? That uh, I imagine some people get upset by the stuff that you teach because they go, well, we shouldn't have to do that. Well, unfortunately, the world is a place where violence exists and violence against women exists. And this incident, though awful much like being attacked by a shark, is not clearly representative of violence against women. Most violence against women happens in the home and by their domestic partner. The problem is it was so unexpected and so not fitting the norm. Mm. And I think that's why everyone is so devastated. And I teach at a lot of campuses. I've taught at a lot of campuses. And they're my favourite teach. Young women of this time, and men too, we, let's not discount men, but we're not here to talk about that. They're, they're, they're at the beginning of their life. They're so fresh. They're full of, of, of opportunity and the whole life ahead of them. And you can see by the, the look on this girl's eye, she's full of life and optimism. And to have that snuffed out for just no reason except someone's predatory and evil leanings. And that does not mean all men are like that. It means that there is a system where men are given some kind of permission to attack women because they're smaller, lighter, whatever. And um, and it's not saying all men do this. There are wonderful men in the world. It's about a system of subjugation, not individual. Well, if people want more information on uh, what it is that you do, selfprotectionconsultancy.com.au is your website. Uh, Penny Gulliver, appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for calling in. No worries. Just look me up on the net. Penny Gulliver, you'll find me. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. It's a secret. that could win you $50,000. What's that sound? Hit 105's $50,000 secret sound. Yes, start 2019 with a $50,000 tax-free pay rise. Tax-free. Tax-free. You don't have to tell the tax man about this. You don't. You take all... $50,000. Is it, is it a cashy? Yeah, and then just go, you're not going to get it. Flash out 
flat out cashy. Wow. Yeah. You've got to take it all in five dollar notes so that we collected all over last year. Fifty thousand dollars. It could pay every bill off for you for the year. Buy you a brand new car. Take you around the world. Whatever you want to do. All you have to do is tell us what the secret sound is. Yes. And I know that we put up the ones that it's not yes. up online as well. So make sure you check that because you don't want to waste your guess on something that's already been done. All right. All right. Should we play it one more time for yeah. people who haven't heard it just yet? Hmm. Glad you did that. One time's never enough. You can have it as many times as you like. Thank you. All right. Well, playing this morning is Kim from Arundel. Morning, Kim. Hey, how are you? Oh, good, mate. 50 grand. What would it do for you? Oh, me and my partner are building a house at the moment. So, um, yeah, go nicely towards some uh, some upgrades, I think. Yes. (laughs) Not paying off the mortgage. Building a house is always the extras. Sure, we need another $5,000 better looking garage door. Yeah. Go for it, babe. Yeah, the nice shower head and everything. Yeah. I love it when you're like, oh, the light (laughs) fittings don't come with that price. Oh, no worries. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. We would also love to take our three year old to Disneyland as well. Ah, Of course. All right, I'll play it to you one more time, mate. Here we go. What do you reckon it is? I reckon it's a glass bottle being capped by a bottle capper. Oh, like in the factory, the bottle, not the bottle cap coming off, going on. No, like going on, yeah. Yes. That, yeah, right. Very original. Do you well. know that noise well? You ever worked in one? Uh, no, no, never worked in one, but I just, yeah, and I just feel like that, that's the noise, yeah. yeah. Okay. It sounds like opening a beer in reverse, he's saying. <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> yeah, opening a beer in reverse, yeah. All right. Okay, now we have no idea, buddy. Uh, we have to go out to the adjudicators outside. Have you won $50,000 cash? No. Big thumbs down, unfortunately, Kim. Sorry, Kim. Uh, yeah, Thanks, right. guys. No, thank you. All right, there you go. Are you uh, uh, allowed to say what's happening tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Has <laughs> that been confirmed, though? Don't know. Let's say it anyway. If we say it, it has been Let's confirmed. Let's all say what we think it is at the same time, then. Okay. One, two, three. A We're clue. giving away clues. Yes. Okay. Tomorrow. You said it first, by the way. Sorry, <laughs> <in> trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? We love doing this segment because it's a way of, uh, I guess, finding out finding out about different sort of people and it's breaking down all the walls. You know when you, you see someone, you're like, I don't want to ask that, it might be rude. But yeah. then you end up not talking to people. That's well, right. In a bid sometimes to not be offensive, you be more offensive of course. because you don't ask questions, you don't get to know people and understand them as much. You mm-hmm. avoid them. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you mind if I ask is a way of our guest who comes in, puts up their hand and says, ask anything, mm-hmm. they're happy to answer away. Yes, and we're joined by an Aboriginal man by the name of Wayne Wharton. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good That's morning, actually Jacqueline. my first question. Should we refer as Aboriginal, Indigenous or First Nation? Oh, look, it's, um, I don't mind Aboriginal. I don't, you, know, there's, you can go into the, the academic meanings or not, but um, you know, for, for convenience, it's, it's Aboriginal. I'm, I'm actually a Murray. Um, yep. That's what we are in Queensland. Mm-hmm. Um, where I actually come from out west is actually well, my Murray. So um, you know, my, when we refer to ourselves, we refer to ourselves as Murrays or um, Murdies. Right. Yeah, right. Right. And then if you're in New South Wales, you're referred to as a Corey or some parts of their Murrays. And then down in Victoria, they're, they're Murrays. And then South Australia, they're Nungas and Nungas and yeah. um, Yemajis in Western Australia. And um, 
Queensland Long Murrays boys. are the best, though, aren't they? Better than oh, those. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> especially State of Origin time. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so you are also, you're an Aboriginal sovereign ambassador, uh, embassy leader. Yeah. And so what, do, what does that mean? Oh, what we do is we have, um, well, we, we believe in the first instance that um, we never seceded sovereignty um, over our country. And we've got something like 500 different nations around the country. Uh-huh. So yeah. we're a continent that... Um, um, houses 500 different nations and the governance amongst those 500 different nations allowed us to coexist on this one continent um, over you know 60,000 years some people say but um, it, it's the I guess we never seceded the sovereignty so e- each one has its own embassy right. so we have another embassies around the country right. and those embassies have delegates we um, people where we come from what what makes the it's so easy for our groups to coexist, our nations to coexist, is where we we recognise the same law amongst each other from here to Western Australia down to Tasmania. Right. So the basic elements of, of our law um, is based on responsibility mm-hmm. and responsibility to our neighbours and the other people that come in. So it's the administration, the governance that comes from that, those things and um, the recognition that we've never seceded um, our sovereignty. Yeah. Right. So... Um, that's where a, a lot of the, um, I guess, misunderstood where the, the, a lot of the conflict comes in between Aboriginal people and Murrays and um, the the settlers that yeah. come in is that, that you've got we've got two laws we we still recognise and practice our law. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always here, and um, it, it governs us in our day to day living. Well, thirteen ten sixty. If anyone has a question. This Saturday... Don't um, be afraid, white people. Ring up. Ask anything you want. He's coming here free of his will. This Saturday, in the lead up to Australia Day, uh, there is always a march, uh, the Invasion Day march. Yeah. What is your view on Australia Day as it is on the 26th of January? Two different things. Um, Australia Day is Australia Day. There's not an Aboriginal person in this country that wouldn't, um, I guess... um, Standing the way people have you know, celebrating their achievements as Australian people, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but um, to, to find an appropriate date that's not offensive. Um, the 26th of January has a lot of um, connotations, a lot of meanings, a lot of direct impact. You know what we're talking about was not we're not talking about you know 500 generations. We're only talking about you know, our grandmother's time and our grandfather's time for a lot of our people. Yeah, and um, you know, they're only five and you know, four generations ago. And uh, when they were at the middle of a lot of the conflict, so it has direct, um, you know, I guess um, give the best examples is that you know, it's you know like asking you know, um, you know the Jewish people to celebrate you know Hitler's birth or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. it's you know, that's the sort of heart thing where it comes to our people. But um, we're, we're Australia Day, like I said, you know, there's a lot of things that can be achieved. That people are celebrating. And um, there's other days we just said, you know, a lot of us, there's some Aboriginal people that don't believe in um, uh, Australia Day and they want the day abolished, but that, that's their, their opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, But the, there are people that, you know, are both Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal people that believe the date should be changed. Mm. So it's more inclusive. And um, So you are you saying... D- Change? You're saying you are changed or don't find, change? Find, but... find, a, find a date. Find you know, to make Australia it. Day. But yeah. I'm also saying that at the, before we even do that, I, you know, I pick up on what Morrison was saying the other day, that we should have a, a day where the rest of the 25 million Australians concentrate their thoughts towards in Aboriginal affairs, Aboriginal yeah. issues, yeah. like an Aboriginal day. Like one of the greatest days 
I think, you know, the average Australian person can take a feather and put it in their hat. There's a referendum, 1967 referendum, wherein um, they, uh, the referendum was, was cast and the major point that um, came out of that was that Aboriginal people didn't vote in that referendum. It was yeah. non-Aboriginal people, and they mm. voted that you know Aboriginal people should be considered to be human beings. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's a pretty you know, 1967. <laughs> yeah, it's not that not long a ago, real, is not it? a real hard question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to get to some calls here. Thirteen ten sixty. Do you mind if I ask Wayne Wharton? He's in uh, an Aboriginal man wants to answer your questions. If you've got anything uh, that you're wondering about their culture or lifestyle or anything, thirteen ten sixty. We'll take your calls next. Stav, Abby, and Matt. Um, on Hit 105. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Do you mind if I ask? We get someone in to answer questions that people might have. They might be too embarrassed to ask it. It's breaking down the walls. And this morning we're joined by an Aboriginal na- uh, Aboriginal man, Wayne Wharton. I said your name right, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, Tatiana from Durak, you are on with Wayne. Go ahead. Hi, good morning, Wayne. Um, do you mind if I ask if you find the term "abo" offensive? Yeah, I, I do, and um, um, I think most people do. It's 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 slang, but uh, we'd rather be called Murrays. Uh-huh. Murray. Murray. Why? Just from um, the perspective of like Australians use so many terms abbreviated, you know, like Sunnies, mm. Aussie, Willow. Um, why is it so bad to abbreviate Aboriginal? Oh, yeah, well, a lot of the the old days when there was a lot of racial tension, there was a lot of fights. That was the derogatory term was, that the yeah. white fellas used for black fellas. Yeah, and yeah. you know that, that that's the way way where that came from. But it's it's really like you know putting a label on something. You know, like Vegemite or peanut paste or something, something like that. You know, um, you, you take the time to know somebody or where they come from, and uh, we, we've got another name. We call ourselves Murrays. Yeah, and when you say it's you use that name? Murray? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I'd rather that. that name than Aboriginal or yeah, anything right. else. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh-huh. And I think it, any person, if you ran into any black fellow on the street, you'd, you'd, you'd call them a Murray, they'd probably be happy. Yeah, right. Oh, Murray. Right. Interesting. Tamara in Bow Desert, what's your question for Wayne? Hi, uh, do you mind if I ask? I'm studying my nursing and wanting to be as respectful as I can be. Um, <laughs> Why don't you name people after they've passed away? Uh, we, we, in our religion, um, we believe that ours is a. Um, we don't believe in heaven and earth. We believe is that when we die, our spirit goes over. We occupy the same time, and those people. And um, every now and again, that that those time and places can overlap, and that's why you, you get spirits and ghosts and yeah, things right. like that. And um, you know, it's. So when when someone's got a name, you, you don't want to offend them or, or call them people back unless you have to. Yeah, right. And um, you know, some we don't. That, that's basically why we, a lot of people don't do it. So it's actually like because they might hear you yeah. and then be confused at where of where they are. Yeah, that's really yeah, interesting. Right. And that's oh. why our smoking ceremonies and everything mm-hmm. is yeah. around our religion. Yeah. Amy in uh, Burpengary, what is your question for Wayne? Hi, um, I was just wondering, in my community, um, well, not far from my community, the crime level is extremely high in the Aboriginal area. And, you know, you go down to the mall and there is constantly teenage Aboriginals running through, making a mark. And it was only the other day someone ran out stealing from the store. And, you know, I know that all cultures do it, but it just seems to be so predominant that it is the Aboriginal culture. So how do you sort of deal with that, that stereotype of, 
it being high, there's just so much crime and the give-outs um, that a lot of Aboriginal people get, it, it's like they just constantly keep being give-out, give-out, give-out. And and and, government payments? Is that what you mean by...? Yes, yeah, yeah. So through like Centrelink and even when I went to hospital to have my son, you know, you're always asked, are you Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander descent? Because mm. if you are, you get so much more benefit. And All right. I, well, we might, we might I don't get know if pause there for a second, Amy. Let's let so Wayne answer gonna, some of them. A lot of questions there. Go, Wayne. A couple. We'll probably start with the last one first. Yeah. Is that why they're asked um, at the hospital what, what your um, um, nationality is? It's got a lot to do with the genes. Um, medicine now concentrates uh. on genetics, what, what comes through. And your gene pool, our gene pool is very much different to the Anglo-Saxon or the mm-hmm. Celtic people or, or other Asian people. Mm. And we're susceptible to um, a lot more things, um, like with, with the colonial people that came here with smallpox and um, it was um, diabetes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now it's, you know, these are things that, so when a doctor asks or a nurse asks us that sort of stuff, that's what it's about. It's not about whether we get an extra couple of dollars from Centrelink. Yeah. The, the Centrelink stuff is um, is a, a total myth. Um, what, what what our people, um, many of our people don't get nothing. They actually get, um, they get less. Um, they get the work from the Dole area uh, within the communities. They get penalised. Um, our community people get penalised um, uh, triple, three times more than any other person, non-Aboriginal person, if they miss a day's work, they're... they're, they're right. So you don't just get money for being Aboriginal, it doesn't work like... You, you don't yeah. get money for being Aboriginal, you don't get grants, you don't get houses, you don't get car loans. That's, you know. that's a misconception that she's the, obviously saying. A lot of lot of people are yeah. under that misconception, but if they spend a day with us or a week with us yeah. in our house, yeah. and uh, they wonder um, how people um, survive, and, and it gets me on to the young kids at, at the moment, is... Um, uh, the young kids, a lot of our young men and, and, and young people steal, and um, and they rob people, and that's a, that's a rebellion. That's their way of a rebellion. Right. It's a, it's a trend. It's, it's something that's come out of the last ten years, and a lot of them said, "Well, Uncle, why can't we do this? Because they stole our land. They won't give our country back. They won't give our money back. They right. won't pay the rent. They won't pay the rent on our country. They won't make sure that they, they say to themselves, well, we weren't born to poverty,' mm. and um, they say." Well, if they won't, if they're going to steal and they're going to refuse to um, tell the truth about our country and and honour us as as people that where we're, they should be living, we're going to steal off them yeah, right. and we're going to go to jail. And that, that's what uh, many of our young people uh, use it as a course of action, and that they're actually rebelling. Right. And that, yeah, that's right. that, that's their way to to give the bird, give the finger to the the government, mm-hmm. and they're saying, you know, stuff use. You know, you, you stole our country. We're going to steal mm-hmm. off you. Ma. And well, we try to we try to teach them. Yeah, it's a hard cycle and to it's break. A hard, and it's a hard thing to say when when you know when you know when you see they weren't born to poverty. Yeah, yeah. we weren't born to poverty. And if many of these our communities were, were the rent pay the rent scheme was available, and where where the government actually paid proper money um, to the owners of the country, and, and that they were given their own homelands to live on, many of these these young men would grow up and young women would grow up to be some of the the, the the most generous benefactors you'd see on earth because right. of their cultural and religious backgrounds was a responsibility. Well, Wayne, uh, we're, we're out of time. Really appreciate your honesty in coming on uh, this morning, um, mm-hmm. and hopefully there to answer some questions for some people out there. And uh, thank you so much for coming in this morning and and coming on the show. Yep, no problem. Good effort. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five.
Sing, I'm getting a new single out. Opener. <laughs> hey? Yeah, no, new opener, yes. Uh, Did you know Peter Andre was in Australia recently? Yeah. Yeah. He said he wasn't a great singer. I think he's on tour. No, he was on holidays. Yeah. Stav yeah. said last year that he is musically better than Peter Andre. Uh huh. And, and <laughs> actually, all of Christmas, I started following Peter he's Andre. He's so good. And I, every post that came up in my feed, I tagged. <laughs> Ah. And in every post, I, I, I said back to Maddie, I commented, who's that guy? In oh. fact, if everyone, if everyone can please tag Stav in Peter Andre's post as much as possible. Yeah, that's uh, Stav1053. Uh, he needs to follow us, give him a love. Yeah. He is musically better than Peter Andre. Well, songs are back for uh, 2019, and uh, I'm going to be doing suburban songs and just songs about things in general. And while we were on holidays, you've got to admit, the world went condo crazy, right? Like... Before I left here, I didn't know who she was. Came back, my house has been condoed, everything's condoed, everyone loves condo. If you don't know what it is, she is the declutter guru from Japan. Yes, she goes into, um, in a Netflix show, she goes into Americans' yes. houses, she cleans Hiding it all Maria up, condo. shows them how to get her um, get their groove back after cleaning their house. Find joy! that's Spark Joy for Spark Joy. Spark Joy. Yes. I just couldn't stop thinking about her all through my holiday, so I've written a song about her to the tune of, I think, everyone's favourite Engelbert Humperdinck song, Quando, uh, Quando, Quando. We all know that one. It's a what classic, song? right? Ah, it doesn't matter. It's about Marie Kondo. It'll <laughs> <laughs> get us over the line. Uh, so here is the Good Kondo morning song. and welcome to ABC FM. <laughs> it's a classic. It's a bona fide classic. <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> Oh, she cleans up all the time. Hello, I'm Maria Kondo. Marie Kondo, Kondo, Kondo. Don't know how she finds the time. The tidiest woman in the world. Makes me feel f***ing lazy. How to fold shirts correctly. <laughs> Tell me, Kondo, Kondo, Kondo. She likes things to be tidy. Is your home tidy? And making white people cry. Marie Kondo broke me. Just pack your shit away. The rest of your life will seem fine. Or sell it all on eBay. Oh, yes. Just Take it for its time And let them go Cleaning up is not a chore Spark joy in your life So says condo, condo, condo But I am pretty sure She hires a cleaner now and then <laughs> <laughs> box had it right don't see it and it's not there. So put a blindfold on tonight. Take off your blindfold. And don't watch Congo. Oh, she cleans up all the time. Professional organizing consultant. Marie Kondo, Kondo, Kondo. I love this. 
Don't know how she finds the time. The life-changing magic of tidying up makes me feel lazy. Now let's tidying together. I haven't watched this yet. Oh. I need to get involved. Oh. That's such a good point, though. I want the exclusive with her cleaner. You yes. know that there's going to be some yes. like she lives in scandal. Filth. She lives in filth. Yeah, yeah. It's Wayne from Cooper. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Mary's cleaner. <laughs> bit far-fetched, to be honest. We didn't really go there with you. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that. He flies over to Japan from Cooperu. I, I, I imagine the cleaners in Asia are Australian. <laughs> Just to mix what? things up. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Finish your show to get things off our chest. Do you guys ever do this when your children draw you pictures? And you probably Throw them in the bin. Well, this is the whole thing. Because some of them, some of the, everyone's got different fortes, haven't they? Some of them are not very good at drawing. Yeah. My four-year-old always draws a lot for me, and I see the other people in the class, and I think, oh, okay, no worries. So I collect them all and put them on my side table, huh. and he likes them there. Six months has passed, and I thought, you know what, I could probably throw them in the bin, couldn't I? Really? Throw them in the bin. Comes to me the other day and goes, where are they all? I said, oh, I've stored them away, honey, in a very safe space. And he goes, let's go through them. <laughs> Had the bin really, man come yet? really safe. Was it rubbish day? Yeah, they're all gone. Oh. Yeah. Photos. I said they're at work. I'll bring them home. Oh, good work. <laughs> but no thanks. Is that why you gave me a box of crayons this morning? You're doing a great job. <laughs> Take a photo. Oh, yeah. I trust people. No, you don't. Hardly ever. <laughs> tap and go. I, I use tap and go. It's easy or whatever. But people in shops need to understand if you want me to tap... You've got to show me the screen so that I can double-check the money amount because I don't know whether you might accidentally key the wrong thing in and I just tap ah. it and it's more than it's meant to be. Because if you don't show me the screen, then I have to awkwardly ask you for a receipt and then you know that I'm thinking that you might have ripped me off because you give me that look. Now, you just always pretend it's the tax. Yeah, yeah that red wine's probably deductible. You can't, you can't do that in the KFC drive-thru. No, no you... one believes that it's... Bo- I'm on a work trip. Uh, so yeah. I'm on a work trip, so this could be tax deductible. So you've got to show everyone the screen. And don't make it... Because you know when they take your card as well? And you're like, oh, they've got my card. They could do whatever mm. they want. So come on, just show the screen, front it so it's not awkward. Show the screen, live the dream. That's right. Thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Do you guys check or do you just tap? I've just never checked. Oh, now you saying no. that, I just like going. I'm just tappity tap tap tap. You get because you t- too tap, much tap, trust. Tappy. They can a- and it could be an accident. Tap, you never know. Bin bags have a very important job, and I think for the job that they are given, they are not made out of the right material. Because while the bin bag is in the bin, it does do a very good job of keeping all your rubbish in it. Maybe sometimes you should have filled it, uh, emptied it a little bit earlier because you filled it up too much. Yeah, there's always room for one more. There's always room for one, one more, more squeeze. <laughs> then the missus has got to take it out. But then you lift the bin bag out of the bin. Maybe it catches on the side of the bin. Yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> and you don't even... Why do you never notice it until you've taken five steps and then you've left a Hansel and Gretel trail of crap all through your kitchen? It's usually just the juice, the bin juice uh, droplets. Juice. <laughs> bin bags should be made of the same material they make black box recordings out of. Mm. Or diamond. Diamond bin bags. 
Oh, and Barden, absolutely. <laughs> because plastic breaks down so easily in the ground. What's with that? So let's make it... <laughs> it never, ever breaks down unless you're pulling it out of the bin. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, that's the podcast, everyone. Great job. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. We... See you tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Hit 105.